Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Congratulations, Dan. APSC. That is good stuff. Congrats, Dan. Thank you, guys. Uh, You guys mean a lot to me as teammates, and I appreciate you. Saying that. Well, we love it. That's great stuff, and it, and it's well earned. And um, I guess now we get to uh, how you you built up your reputation, talking about the Bears, talking about being an indie. And I mean, let's be honest. This is the lead story on all broadcasts: the fact that they apparently are willing to trade their starting quarterback, and they plan on drafting one with the first overall pick, at least. That was the take that everyone came away with from the combine yesterday. Yeah, Molly, this is such a, a fun week every year, but it's so much different this year with the Bears in the center of everything. It, it literally, you can't walk around a single corner in the convention center or in town and not run into somebody uh, that not only wants to talk about the Bears situation, but wants to offer <laughs> their suggestions on what they would do. And so um, you're in this mode now where, where Ryan Poles understands that pressure he understands the demands that are facing him in the weeks ahead and to his credit he seems very very calm confident and in control of things and so um you know we all kind of sit back and wait to see when moves are made but it sure seems like there is momentum moving in the direction of trying to find a suitor for justin fields and then continuing on in this quarterback vetting process to figure out who it is that that is going to be your top choice at that position i think we all agree and saw some of the same clues dan i'm curious what you think in terms of, of a comparison to Ryan Poles this year in talking about and weighing the options with the number one overall pick and maybe his command of everything versus the way he was a year ago at this time? You know, I, I don't think the command is any different. I just think his mindset is a little bit different. I think, you know, a year ago there was incentive to, um, you know, see things through with Justin to give him another chance to go through a second season to allow him – to prove himself. And then they did that and they got inconsistent results. And I think it just solidified in their mindset that they can settle for being fine or they can dare to be great. And they're choosing for the latter. Now they haven't rubber stamped anything yet or made moves that, that, you know, will calm the city down as you guys are aware of every morning with what the emotions are on this decision. But I think Ryan just has a firm grasp of what he's trying to do and what he's trying to accomplish. And it's guiding him in a way that I think sets a direction for the people that are around him as well. And that's, that's really valuable for an organization. You know, we were talking about what it means to say you want to do right by Justin Fields. So if you do trade him, that seemingly would indicate that you want to trade him to a place where he'd be a starter, right? A place where they're, they're down a quarterback. Now that would coincide with getting the best deal you could get for the guy. And that's a nice little uh, side element to it but while doing him a large you're also doing yourself a huge favor 
Right. And there's a timeline element to this, too, that in an ideal world, and Ryan's very understanding that you're not in full control of this. Like, you have other people um, that you're doing some negotiating with that may have different timelines in mind than you have in mind. But, you know, I think Ryan has such a profound respect for Justin that he would love to get him some clarity sooner rather than later. One of the things that was notable to me when when Justin made the appearance on the St. Brown Brothers podcast was kind of that feeling that he had of, like, I don't know what I'm preparing for next season, and I like to use this part of the year to prepare, and I don't know who I'm playing with, who I'm playing for, what my offense looks like. And so there's that element to that. Um, but look, like there's, there's so many different balls that Ryan Poles is juggling right now, and, and one of them is, is also simultaneously trying to figure out this quarterback draft class and, and the landscape there. And this is such an important week in that regard to, to start to get in front of these guys uh, in meetings and, and feel out who you're you know, gravitating towards and, and who seems to be the most sensible choice. Caleb Williams, from a talent perspective, there's no disagreement here in Indianapolis that he's the, the, the top quarterback in this draft by a significant distance. Well, now there's, you know, some other things that you have to dig out in terms of his DNA, his wiring, and, and the things that you're going to ask him to take on as the, you know, face and voice of the franchise in Chicago. I don't think that surprises me, Dan, but I do think that when you have somebody who has been in that position, the consensus number one overall pick for as long as Caleb Williams has been, sometimes you expect in situations like the NFL Combine, settings like that to have somebody poke holes in whatever the consensus is. And I just wonder if you have heard much of that. Well, he can't do this or he's not going to do that. And if there are red flags to be found, where where does where's the origin of that? And have you heard any of that this week in Indy? From a playing standpoint or just overall? Overall as a prospect. Yeah, okay. So, you know, from a playing standpoint, the concerns that people have about him – are minimal. You know, it's stuff that you can correct, you can improve, you can smooth out, and you just bet on the gifts. And the gifts are remarkable. You know, and there's a lot of things he can do that that say, yeah, this is a guy that's going to put you in the playoffs, you know, five five years out of seven. Now, the background stuff is where the chatter is really mushrooming up this week. You know, you have a, a dad who's unique. You've got a player here who doesn't have NFLPA certified representation and a dad who is you know, described in league circles as heavily involved and, and calculated in some ways controlling. And so you've got to figure out, as I've said a, a few times throughout this process, who's in his ear and who's tugging on his arm. You know, it's who's giving him advice and who's trying to push him in directions that may change things for your football team. So you've got to figure this out because you're bringing him in, if you're the Bears, to a major market where there's going to be a ton of off-the-field opportunity marketing chances, things that he can do to, to build himself outside of football while also having to digest the demands of playing quarterback at even a middle-tier level in the NFL. And it's, it's a, a really, really hard thing to balance. And so I think there is some concern in the league of, okay, how do we talk to Caleb and, and understand what his motivations are and how he will successfully compartmentalize and how he'll, he will handle being a 22-year-old in a world that throws a lot of demands at you, you know, and, and so you're going to have to gauge uh, not only where he is now, but how his maturation process will go in the next three to four to five to six years. And, and you know, what's extraordinary. And, and we talked a little bit about this, Dan, is the guy reportedly made $10 million in NIL right. over the last two years. So you're bringing in, you know, this is, you're kind of bringing in a professional player. Uh, you're bringing in a guy that it's not like he's entirely reliant upon this job. So you you have to know internally 
what motivates him, how competitive yeah. is he, all that sort of thing. Because nowadays it's different than it was five years ago. When when you're talking about an extraordinary amount of money, you know, we talk about this idea, Jerry Angelo used to love saying, the difference when you draft a guy is they got two things they never had, time and money. Well, I mean, you know, he was in college. He had money. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that there's that much of a difference. Right. And 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 now you've got just this new world, Molly, right? And and these, these kids have to learn to navigate it. And Caleb's kind of one of these first new age, high-level prospects that has dealt with it some in college, but then has to do it at a different level in the NFL. And one source said to me this week, like, look, there are going to be people in your on your marketing team that are pushing you into – things that they want you to do on a Tuesday. You know, you play a game on a Sunday, you go back in, on a Monday and your players, they have, hey, we've got this opportunity for you. And they're not thinking about what the football team needs for the following week to win a football game. They're thinking about this is a great opportunity. And so you've got to figure out how to put guardrails in around yourself to, yeah. to make sure that you can, you can stay on task. Because look, like, again, even playing this position at a middle tier level, as Chicago very well knows, is very, very difficult to play it at a high level and be one of these engine guys who leads championship drives year after year, you have to have a lot of stuff in place. Um, and then the other part of it, guys, is just the emotional maturity. And, you know, obviously the, the most high-profile example last year is, you know, crying in the arms of his mom after a 10-point loss and then saying in that post-game press conference that he wanted to go home and cuddle with his dog. You know, there's people in the league that say, look, like, that's all fine and good, but, like, you're going to be walking in to a locker room with grown men who are expecting you to be – you know, ready to go on Monday, the day after a loss and, and, and resetting and being that guy that if we've lost two or three in a row, you've got to be the battery pack that everybody plugs into. And not a lot of people are are plugging their <laughs> chargers into a guy who's cuddling with his dog, you know, so you've got to develop some of that outward toughness and you don't have to change who you are as a person, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Your, your skin's got to get thicker and you've got to, you got to kind of set your jaw and be that guy that people look to and go, okay, we're good. And that's something that people are still trying to feel out a little bit. Dan, I want to get your reaction to a story that just was posted about 10 minutes ago on ESPN.com from Pete Thamel, well-respected writer, longtime college football guy. He writes this, and this is the lead. Former USC quarterback Caleb Williams deeply admires Michael Jordan and Walter Payton, loves deep dish pizza, and told ESPN (laughs) he would be, quote, excited if the Chicago Bears take him number one overall in the 2024 NFL draft. Quote, if I get drafted by the Bears, I'll be excited. If they trade the pick and I get drafted by someone else, I'm just as excited. Speaking about Chicago, they have a talented team, a talented offense and defense. For anyone to be in that situation, I think they'd be excited. Look, like that, that, that's positive to hear, right? And Caleb's scheduled on Friday morning here to, to meet the, the huge horde of media for about 15 minutes at the convention center. And there's going to be a, a large contingent of people from Chicago asking some follow-up questions, you know, about what he knows about the Bears, how attracted he'd be to the opportunity they have, how his meetings have gone so far with the people that he has met with. You know, one of the things that, that, you know, the Bears have to do a little bit is sell themselves in terms of the vision of developing him. They made a big hire, you know, a month ago in bringing Shane Waldron in. What does that mean to Caleb Williams? So you want to just start to, to get those early stage feeling out of, of where his mind is at. The Bears are first in line. They've got the, the right of first refusal or the right to – to pluck him up and make him their guy for the next four or five years. And so um, finding out how that, that connection is forming right now is critical. Pete's been very connected with Caleb uh, since he got into college. And so obviously that's a, a really good get for him to get him before he speaks on Friday. And um, nothing in there surprises me, but there's certainly some, some room for follow-up. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It confirms what Ryan Poles told us, that there isn't going to be. Yeah. He's, he's of no worry about whether the kid wants to be here or not. It does do it that. It does. It does accomplish that. It, it, exactly right, it Molly. It makes him sound like he knows what he's talking about yep. when he said there was no issue. With yep. It. Yeah. It, well, if you guys are looking to learn more about Caleb Williams, I got something dropping tomorrow morning that'll have a, a lot of different layers to it. Um, and and there, there's, you know, there's some good stuff here. It's, again, like fascinating time to be following the Bears and a fascinating decision that they have ahead of them. And, you know, look, like you can't, forget the stakes of this you know that 2017 draft is such a, a reflective point of reminding everyone that like careers are on the line the direction of your franchise for a decade or longer is on the line and so this making this decision um not only making it but making it with good processes and, and an ability to, to get your arms around it is paramount to, to put your team in the best possible position for success boomer esiason said yesterday that if you don't draft this kid you should be fired of ryan Pulse. <laughs> and 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 look i and i'm not saying there's any credibility to him saying that, whatever. But the reality is that this is the presumptive first overall pick. Um, you are you start talking about floors and ceilings and whether yeah, have you yeah. have you seen the best one guy can be? You restart the clock. I mean the the easiest path is to do what everybody says you should do, which is <laughs> take the number one player in a draft and I and I don't know that I would fire anyone or get that heated up about it but it just seems like as much as we torment ourselves about all this and worry about all these different things there is a there is a very straightforward it's path. pretty clear cut that's it yeah Molly Molly I was having small talk in the hallway yesterday with a general manager and I said, if you, if you figure out what the Bears are doing, just, you know, give me a holler because I would like to put my uh, anxiety to rest here. And he just laughed and he said, you know, what they probably should do is just take the, the obvious best player and, and move on. But obviously it's good for the NFL if uh, this drags out for another five or six weeks and, uh, you know, everybody can talk about it and TV shows can lead with it and we can have, you know, another five, six weeks of, uh, of conversation about it. But th- that seems to be the consensus is that, like, look, like this is a pretty – um, easy decision, particularly from a talent standpoint, to just roll these dice, particularly in the situation Ryan's in. And so um, we'll sit back and we'll, we'll wait, but I think everybody kind of is anticipating a similar thing unless something of major concern springs up here in the in, in the rest of the process, which Ryan has been forward all along and saying, you got to be ready for that because every year something like that pops up somewhere in the draft and you just have to be 
um, agile in case it does. And just to clear things up, he does say in the same story that Pete Thamel writes on ESPN.com that just was posted, he will meet the media on Friday because yeah. he wants people to get a feel for, quote, who I am. So I think that removes some of those questions that he wanted to avoid, Dan. I think that was a, a, a bad rumor and it would have created more questions about his character. So give us a little tease, newspaper guy. What will we learn tomorrow? Who did you talk to? Not specifically, but what kinds of things were you trying to get at when you wrote the story that's going to be in tomorrow's Chicago Tribune? Okay, yeah. So, I mean, David, the, the first point is really easy. It's just, okay, why is this player described as transcendent with some of his talents? What, what are the things that, uh, from a playmaking gift standpoint, are there and are going to lift the Bears to new levels. And then we're diving deeper on some of this character stuff and trying to figure out a lot of what teams are trying to figure out, you know, in the next six to eight weeks. Again, this is just the start of the process here at the Combine. There will be pro day stops. There will be visits. You know, you assume that Caleb and his camp will agree to a visit at Hallis Hall here uh, in the next month, and, and we'll be ready for that. And so what are they trying to figure out? And what do people that know him uh, say about those things? It's a, a really good opportunity to just to just dive deeper on what this process is for the Bears. And so, um, yeah, it's been fun. It's a lot, again, like I've told you guys a few times in the last few weeks, people are really willing to chime in on this, this topic of conversation. So it, it has, it's been really easy to stand on the pier and cast the hooks and see the fish you know, come right up to you, whereas uh, in the past with certain Bears topics, you're just trying to find anybody who cared enough to, to give you the time of day. Um, all right. So – Listen, let's get this straight. We do not negotiate in the media. I want you to know that. Did Ryan Poles break that law yesterday when he talked about <laughs> Jalen Johnson? It felt like he was kind of saying, hey, we made him a great deal, and here's the, you know, here's the pen, sign it, go ahead, it's all there, and you'll get out. It's probably not what the kid wants, but I found that kind of amusing that he had no problem talking about what a good deal and the growth and the money and the whole bit. This, this won't surprise you, Molly, but I had an agent after those comments were made yesterday say, say that he was a little bit off-put by uh, the public display of pressure that Ryan was putting out there. Look, like I think Ryan's <laughs> doing his job, and I think he wants the, the world to know that, that he is trying to put a fair deal out there. But, um, you know, Jalen's camp deserves a say in that. And so uh, one side saying we're really close, I, I, I said to David yesterday, it's like the, the – the, manager of the car dealership coming plopping down a, a stack of, of papers in front of you and putting the pen say just sign here and you're like well wait a second I, I, I want to take a few minutes to digest what you just threw down in front of me and so um, we'll see how Jalen's camp reacts to that and if they're able to to get something done before the franchise tag deadline which is uh, next Tuesday and that's uh, an important deadline. Minute left Dan what stood out about what Matt Eberflus had to say on Tuesday? Well for me the most notable thing for anyone who's still trying to figure out whether Justin Fields is going to be here. It was when Matt was asked about uh, his values at the quarterback position and basically said that the, the separators are your ability to be successful on third down in late game situations uh, in two minute drill and have the toughness to understand when to stay in the pocket and when to get out of it. And it was like all things that described the opposite of what Justin Fields is great at, you know? And so that, that was the one thing that, that caught my ear more than anything. I also thought Matt expressed a level of confidence in his ability to, um, evaluate quarterbacks, which I think is rightfully under question <laughs> by other people. And so, so Matt's trying to set that record straight. We'll, we'll see because you do have a defensive-minded coach here trying to, to be a major contributor to a decision that, that, is, that is huge, and, and there's some questions on whether he is uh, skilled enough to do that at this point. 
Dan, thanks a ton. Congratulations again, and we'll look forward to reading your story tomorrow. Thanks, Dan. Thank you, fellas. Always enjoy it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.